The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. It's another first-round finish for T-Rex. This guy delivers each and every time. You guys know I'm coming. I don't play with my food. It's time to eat. T-Rex, baby. Terrence T-Rex McKinney! Oh, that's a huge Make some business, let's score some knockouts, some fight at night bonuses, some wars, and things for the UFC to remember. Nassim Sidekar! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast! That's dangerous! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered, back where we belong, in our houses, yeah. with each other. Matt yeah. was in um, uh, Vegas and did, uh, I guess, with his best friend, uh, Dean Thomas, the other day. As I was on a plane, my flight got canceled coming home, so I was on a plane when we were supposed to be taping. And, oh, yeah. uh, I forgot I was, about that. Yeah, I that was why I didn't do it. I was just I, with you. I was just with you. We yeah, had a in great Vegas. time yeah. interviewing former, the president of the United States. President Trump, yeah. Um, I, you know, I'll tell you, had some people drop off the old Instagram when I oh, put yeah. that on there. Listen, Jimmy, I like yeah. to keep things positive. You understand? I'm not a big political person. Sure. But, you know, listen. The President Trump was in there. He wanted to do. He was nice enough to do that. I'm going to yep. post a pic of us up there. And of course, a problem with that. They can take a walk. I, I don't think it's too nice when people are just being douchey about it, because that that might be whatever views they have. But you know, they see this interview. They're going to look at us. I'm going to. I don't want to say an interview. Our little us, us hanging with on. It was a hang of talking about fights. Just talking about fights. But I'm boxing. Not, yeah, I'm not getting political. You know? And by the way, whoever whoever doesn't like it, how about this? Go fuck yourself. The yes. former president of the United States, I would gladly have President Biden on, President Obama. I exactly. would gladly have Al Gore on. I would have Bush on. Um, yeah. th- this whole thing, I don't care how people feel politically, but pretending Trump is this creature from another planet is just nonsense. If you don't like him, don't listen. He was great. He talked about fights. Um, he talked about boxing. He loves MMA. He's been great to UFC. And he has been great to uh, to Dana and the organization. So 
I was glad to have him on, and he was a fun guy to talk to. Um, you know, and you're talking the former president of the United States about not politics. Yeah, and that man. was kind of fun. It was just nice to talk about fighting. Um, what a great time I had out there. And I, and I know that we're going to talk to Terrence McKinney, Matt. We also have uh, Nazim, uh, Nazim Sadiqov is coming on. They're, they're fighting at uh, this Saturday on the uh, Holly Home card. Um, he was tweeting a Dominic Cruz quote about John Jones and Stipe. And he's basically saying that Stipe, what has Stipe been doing? And I saw uh, Dominic Cruz was saying, what kind of training? Like, you know, he's joking. He's like, he's been fighting pe- people in the woods. Is he fighting fires? What's he doing? How is he training for John Jones? And I don't know why this fight's taking place in November and not sooner. Well, maybe that answers the question right there. Maybe he hasn't been and he has to get the training in, you know? They were sitting right near us, like two seats down. Uh, We didn't sit together during the fights, you know what I'm saying? I sat with my wife. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you how many sessions I got in. My poor wife. What a good time we had. Oh, really? Whoa! Like newlyweds, like fucking newlyweds. More than once. Oh, yes, I was. I was. Uh, up. Oh, oh, enough of my, you know, sexual habits. Let's sexual prowess. Let's bring in Terrence McKinney. Uh, Back to me being a freak later. Whoa! Hey, Terrence. <laughs> How up, you doing, man? Doing good. Hey, man. Good to see you, dude. You, you you give off that superhero vibe. I could see you playing Static Shock in the future. We got to talk. I want to dive right <laughs> in. We had a little uh, conversation. I don't know if you remember the last time we talked. It was a while ago. And I believe you were, if I remember correctly, you were saying how you could, if, if, I don't know if you want to pursue acting, but I personally, I could see you in this role, and you you spoke about it. I believe it was Static Shock that you could see you being in a live action movie of that character. Am I somewhat close with that, or am I, is the right character? No, that's correct, man. I can definitely see myself being Static Shock. I got the baby face and all the. A hundred percent, and he's one of your less known superheroes. Yeah. Are you in? You're into that? Into that drama? Yeah, I got I I got Thanos on my leg. Uh, I got the Punisher. Uh, I got Venom. What did you think of those? What did you think of the Punisher series? I I, I liked them. I think they could have been better if they remake one. I think they can make a dope one now with all the graphics and stuff. Yeah, I like the. I don't watch superhero movies, but watching I was watching some Superman fight. I don't know who he was fighting. Uh, and, and the graphics are so good now. I, I had to watch the. It might have been Batman and Superman. Were they fighting in a movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, when he fought like all the Justice League, that was super sick. Are you talking yeah. about that fight scene? Oh, I don't even know. It was just they were throwing each other into buildings, and the graphics are so much better than they were twenty years ago. It's like yeah, these are movies that I could see them doing more of and remaking if the graphics are that much better. Yeah, they make them super sick now. Terrence, um, forgive my my friend. He's a little new, but it comes down to this the, the geek stuff. I don't you watch him yet. Talking about General Zod. Ready? <laughs> I will find him. That's, yeah, yeah, that that fight scene was sick with General Zod. That shit was sick. I like that that General Zod. I thought that was good. Did you see the new Flash movie by any chance? Nah, I just don't like the new Flash guy. I'm not. You're not a big fan. As Ramilla, yeah. you don't like. 
I think it's too kid like now. Oh, oh, you don't like the actor or the guy? Is Ezra Miller the guy who plays him? Yeah. Okay. Um, how is it kid like? I, I don't know anything about it. He's more like a. I can see him being more of a wizard in the movie, not the Flash. You know. That's interesting. I'll tell you, the movie was. I enjoyed it. Uh, the ending. I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's something I would have changed. But yeah, it was almost like. Back to the Future, but a superhero movie. It's pretty cool. Like he's oh, then I gotta I gotta watch it. Then Back to the Future is one of my favorite. I even I I even have like the action figure at my house. I'll I'll tell you right now. I think I could just (laughs) go pop culture with with Tara. Fuck the MMA shit. I could. He's fighting one of my guys. I can. Three rounds. I'll go over there. I'm like, what do you like the best about Venom? No, only for that. But I I like where your head's at with this stuff. I like that you're really into that. You know, I had one of my students that's really into anime and between a second and third round of a fight that he was losing, I gave him a speech of you're in your anime movie and that motherfucker got powered <laughs> up. It was like one of those things. Like, doop, 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 doop. He said, I'm not tired no more. Coach, let's go. He shot the motherfucker and he brought up to an afterwards and he goes, you really brought up anime to me. I go, yes. <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, it's good to see you back. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to be there. You'll see the big uh, heavy set Italian man, uh, Ray Longo, in the corner across from you. Yeah. And you're fighting Naj. You're fighting one of our guys, and he's new to the scene. So it's a, as far as in the MMA. Uh, I'm sorry, in the UFC. So how does that feel for you when you are usually, you know, the fresh new kid on the block, destroying people? Now you got a kid. On, you know, now now they're bringing you're more of the uh, the vet in this one as far as we'd experience in the UFC, how does that feel for you? Um, Exactly, man. Um, I like the way he fights. I like the way he gets down. But I just think uh, my athleticism and my experience fighting the veterans like Drew Dober and experienced striker like Ferrazium, I think that's just going to play a huge role. And But I think this is going to be five tonight. Um, the kid comes forward, and we're in the apex. And you guys know how I come in Apex. So, like, I just see nothing but craziness happening and a wild finish. Uh, and I can't wait to compete. The last, your last outing uh, was a bit of a hiccup. But I remember, if I remember correctly, I have a pretty good memory lately, Jimmy. I think. You I do. It's crazy. Match memory is normally very bad. But, like, in the last couple of months, <laughs> it's been, like, fucking, like, photographic. Imagine I forgot my question. No, I'm only kidding. Oh, that would make me happy. But your last outing, again, it didn't go out. It didn't go your way. But what I was impressed with, I remember seeing you, I believe, hanging out with the, the gentleman. Um, it was uh, Ismael. Uh, I think you guys were even having a drink together or something afterwards. Right yeah, or we still we still talk to this day. Um, he's a really good kid. You know, he told me he liked the story. Uh, very humble. And, and the kid comes to scrap uh, like I said, I got nothing but respect for anyone that stepped out in the cage. Like, we're just brothers in war, and I just know we're all fighting for a better life. So, like, I can't have nothing but respect for anyone that comes out there and put their pride on the line, And you know. Because you guys know the fans will love you one day, and next day they, they'll hate you. So, for anyone willing to put that on their conscience, like, I got, I got nothing but love and support for you. Have you had any uh, – have you had to fight anybody that you already knew and liked, or, or has it all been people you didn't know? Uh, everyone's like someone I don't know. That's what's crazy about the UFC. There's so many fighters. Like, it's hard to know who I'm fighting. And I'm like, oh, I never heard of this guy. But then I watch their fights and the lightweight's so stacked. Like, anytime I get a opponent, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. It's going to be exciting. It seemed to, I mean, not that you 
want to have a loss, but you seem to handle a loss well, and you bounced back from that Drew Dober loss, and you took out Eric Gonzalez with a submission. So it's like it's not like it's a confidence issue. When something goes wrong, do you do you overanalyze or do you chalk it up as shit happens in this game? Or tell me how your thoughts are, because you seem to bounce back from your last one, no problem at all. Uh, it's just because, like, with wrestling, I just know, like, uh, it's either you let it eat you alive or you take it as a learning experience. Uh, like I told everyone, the like, like, no excuse from Bon Fiend, but I got eye poked in my weight cut, and I had to fight that whole fight with double vision. Wait, eye poked during the weight cut? Yeah, I was wrestling with my coach, and he eye poked me so viciously. I was going to post the video out, but I didn't want to discredit credit Bonfim because he put on an incredible performance and Excellent. I'm not one to make excuses but yeah they're my weight cut I got eye poked and it was vicious and I thought it was better but once I got in front of those lights it activated the double vision it was like it was terrible and that's why my knees were just a little bit off I felt if I could see like that second knee I threw I think it would have it would have landed viciously well, tell Coach Finger fuck not to be messing around. God damn it! Tell <laughs> the way to me next time you're hey, That's why I'm he's not. Kidding. That's why he's not here right now. I mean, that's what you get. He's coach. fired. He's fired. <laughs> you fired I him? Love him, but he can never be in my corner again after that one. That's rough. That that double vision. Uh, when I, I yeah. fought BJ, when I, you're you're 28 years old, dude. Listen, 21 years ago when I was 28, I fought BJ Penn. I lifted up his leg for a single, and he gave me a little short little uppercut in my eye. I can't really bitch. It wasn't a poke. But fuck. Same shit, though. I was just like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? There's a couple of days in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's normally up. a good thing. That's why I was holding him against the cage. I was like, oh, this is freaking terrible. I messed up. I thought I could do this, but no, nah, this is bad. <laughs> and was the eye poke one of those things where two guys are moving, or was it like he put his finger in your eye? Like my the finger went to my eye. We're wrestling. He like went like post on my head, and it went straight in my eye. Ah. Was there any temptation to cancel? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but like I said, that's not what I do. We're already two days away, so I was like, let's just go out there and let's try to make something happen. Yeah, let's deal with it, and we'll we'll see how it. Uh, and how it goes. And you were, uh, what did you think of uh, 290? Oh, I love that card. Uh, Pen Pantoja had me about ready to cry, man. Yeah. I was like, are you calling me now, Dad? I just felt that, man, you know, because I didn't grow up with my, without my dad, you know. Uh, so, like, like that whole that whole card just had me chills. And that flyweight knockout, that got to be the best flyweight knockout in history, that 17 seconds. That was insane. Just the whole card vibes was crazy. People really came to scrap and try to finish fights. It was a great, great night. I was so happy for Robbie Lawler too. Like, oh, that if, was freaking awesome. Yeah, I had to post that. Like, come on, that was the that was the best way. Like, for a good guy like him, just had the bell and who really put on crazy fights just to go out like that. That was sick. It was nice to see him take no damage. But if you're retiring, is there a part of you that goes, "Fuck, that was." I got one more in me because that went so well. I mean, it, it, you know, it's got to be tempting for a fighter. If, 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 it's, if it goes that well against a guy like Nico Price, you have to think maybe there's one more in me. Yeah, but nah, check, judging by the interviews, like, I wouldn't risk it at all. I'll just, right. yeah, I take that and ride, on the sun, ride to the sunset. That's the way it should be. 
But it's Matt Brown. Matt Brown had a foot out the door, then one fucking elbow later on Diego Sanchez's grill. <laughs> He's like, ah, maybe I got another couple. Hey, of them. people can't sleep on Matt Brown, bro. That boy is a killer, G. You know, but I think <laughs> he's a guy that, like, when he gets away from the cage, you better hope that dude doesn't have any fucking road rage or something. Robbie, I yeah. can see him. All right, now I'm going to just go mow the lawn and throw some ball around my kid. Hey, but Matt think- Brown, I know he was scrapped. I don't care how young he is. He'd probably fight three kids if he wanted to. A hundred percent. I don't <laughs> that guy's like gonna be harder Ooh. for him to leave that cage <laughs> yeah. bags. you're gonna have to drag him out That's i felt the- bad for val Wood- woodburn like i know look he's a fighter he stepped up but i anybody in their debut that gets knocked out that fast on a card like that in the opening fight of the main i you still feel for like you know that's a very very tough you know that's got to hurt your confidence i don't care who you are um and what, what do you think a guy does if you lose like that like to a guy who was supposed to win it wasn't it was like he was heavily favored, and then he, he does dispatches him quickly. How do you come back from that mentally? Um, he just got to take that as a grain of salt and uh, just know, like, there's levels to the game. Like I said, you got to just go back to a drawing board, and he was dropping his hand, just making sure he's keeping his hands up. I think he was getting a little bit too comfortable when he changed and swinging too big and yeah. not bringing his hands back to his face. So uh, just make sure he takes – take those little defensive matters into his next training camp. And I feel like the UFC will do him justice because that's not an easy debut fight. Even though Bo doesn't have that many fights, he has lots of experience being in big crowds like that. So, uh, like I said, I think they'll give him a good matchup and he just got to take it as a grain of salt and keep pushing forward and uh, know that his dream is still here and he's in the UFC and he's just going to have to show why he belongs. Do you think the hands dropping down uh, was that he was getting relaxed, or do you th- w- 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 was that a strategy to stop uh, takedowns? It, I think it was more of a strategy to take the stop the takedowns. Yeah, that's a. I guess you just got to come back and go. Look, that one happened. It's done and move on. But I just felt really. Uh, I, I don't feel bad for someone who loses, but you know, just <laughs> I, I to feel, lose. Like I feel. That. I feel bad for the speech that Bisping gave him. That's probably what threw him off. What he was said, the speech? I, I actually watched the fight. I don't remember the speech. Uh, it was I don't know when it was, but Bisbee like, how does it feel to know that you're gonna get booed? <laughs> like no one's gonna win. There's gonna be a thousand people hating on you. <laughs> I was like, damn, Bisbee, why would you give him this kind of speech before his fight? <laughs> oh, that was before the fight. Yeah. Oh, you know, though, he he, he took a shot, and I was really interested to see because he was a shorter, stocky guy. I'm like, all right, if this gets to the grappling, those guys are usually good at scrambling to their feet. And then, like Jimmy says, Bo knows, is it Bo's a wrestler, but Bo knows striking. Yeah. I mean, his mom was a boxer. He was born for this. That's an old commercial, Jimmy. I know. I know. It's Bo uh, Bo, Bo, uh, Jackson. Bo knows. Oh, Jackson. <laughs> yes. Terrence was I don't think Terrence was born when that commercial came out. Probably no, not. No. Um, also, what a great fight. Jalen Turner against Dan Hooker. I mean, it was, it, I mean, I can't think of the last time I saw a fight that good. Uh, just both bloody at the end of it. Uh, I guess it could have, that was a split decision. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, it was. Split, yeah. But yeah. Dan, I think Dan won. That. I thought Dan won it, but I, it was I, very I, close. I Dan won that. Uh, the damage he did and 
let's be honest, that fight was over if there was like two seconds left. That choke was so freaking deep. Uh, in the and first? he dropped him. And then the last round, that was just pure domination. Like, it could have possibly been like a 10-8. Like, he literally won the round from the start to finish. You know what's and, funny? I'm sorry. No, you somebody, go, buddy. I was looking for it. I, I, somebody texted me. It was a fan. And they said in that fight that between the second and third fight that Jalen Turner was saying he's done. Third, so oh, I, second I would yeah. love to know if that's true. Because I obviously I was there at the fights. I didn't hear that. And I love listening to the corners. And what I noticed in that fight, it, sometimes it's about who wants it more. It, it's not about the skill set. That skill set was very evenly matched. I'm talking perseverance. Who had to, who had to, 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 go, to, to fight through more? Uh, and that's Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker, Dan was Hooker the, became a dog that fight, man. He it, wasn't like, be- he was like, like he dug deep, man. Like it was, I was so happy for him, especially with all the adversity he's been facing with these tough fights and trying to figure out what weight class he want to be in just to see him get a dub like that. I was happy for him, man. For and, real. You know, he was being the nail in that fight for a good amount of time until he said, fuck this. I'm going to be the hammer. And then once he started being a hammer and yeah, once he started started, going forward, I was like, that's what I was hoping to do the whole time. Because if you go back with a long guy like that, he's going to be able to pick you apart the whole time. Like you're going to think out of distance. He's going to be able to clear that. So like, I was glad he switched to the pressure. Exactly. And then, and then you think about that. Then you hear about the damage he had during the fight, broken arm, Something I'm not sure about the orbital, but I heard something about the orbital. No, I seen that. It was cracked right there too. I was like, he was a warrior. He yeah. was fucked up. And <laughs> it's amazing. I'm like, and at first of all, I'm like, oh, I like his hair. It's a nice mixture of pink and, and blonde. He should <laughs> the blood made it like pink and like machine gun Kelly in there. Like, like, but it was it was a display of skill, a display of determination, of heart. Somebody said, I don't know if it was on here because I did Rogan's podcast too, and I talked about the fight. People keep messaging me saying I owed a guy an apology. I don't know what the fuck I said, but I will give him his props. Dan Hooker, you're a warrior, and I give you all the props in the world. I must have picked the tarantula to win, but fuck. Hey, man, my <laughs> man. That guy awesome. I can't. Dan Hooker, I, 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 I think, I think a lot of people picked the tarantula win. Man, yeah, it to look great, but hopefully that motivates him, man. Because I think, I think, I think uh, his lightweight days are coming to an end. You were talking about Terrence, didn't you tweet something about? I, I want to say it was around that fight time about a one sixty five. Yeah, uh, man. They, were you they saying don't... that? Who are you saying that in reference to? Is it Jalen because he's big? I think uh, for everyone, like Justin Gaethje, uh, Dustin Poirier, uh, Ian Jalen Turner. I'll even like to go up to 165 if they made that weight class. Uh, yeah, for everyone, um, it would just be nice. Even when 175 would be cool. I liked how they were doing it. All the fans were throwing that out. Um, I think it would be cool to have some more weight class and just get depth, separate the depth, you know? Yeah, do you what, do you find that the, does the cut make you uh, does it really deplete you? Will you, will you notice it? And you're like one sixty five would be more comfortable for you. Yeah, one sixty five would definitely be more comfortable. Like I'd be feeling good at first, but once I hit that, once I hit that one fifty nine mark, it's pretty much just dying the whole time from there. Yeah, you wonder what would would they move all the way to one seventy five? Then I guess right one sixty five, yeah. one seventy five, one eighty five. Yeah, that see that just sounds ideal. You see how it just rings, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two hundred five. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, is there a lot of resist? And plus, you'd have another. Uh, you'd, you'd have another champion. You would also have another ability of guys to possibly be a two weight class champion because it kind of bridges uh, welterweight close. You know, there's lightweight and then another weight and then welterweight because welterweight and lightweight, it's hard to jump back and forth. You can't do that. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, you, you, you're going to stick with one or the other. That's not a bad idea. Is there a lot of resistance to it? Uh, to the weight cut? Yeah, to, to, no, no, to going to 165. Um, no, nah, I think it'll be an easier cut. I will feel healthier because I even, even like after I get down the weight, like my weight gain's not good because my body's like, uh, like just pretty much pushing it out still because like my body didn't respond too good to it. So I'm just changing up the weight cut regimens and see how it goes this time. Oh, I, I apologize. I think I, I probably asked that question poorly. I meant is there resistance to it like uh, in the UFC or, or when you when you've spoken to people about it? Do people push back and go, it's a terrible idea? Does everybody kind of like it, a 165? No, I've seen a lot of lot of support on it. And then, like they said, the one, 165 to the 175, then 185, like, it just makes sense. A lot of people were getting behind it. It, it actually got a lot of likes on Twitter when I posted it. Yeah, it's yeah, not man. a bad idea. I'm a, I'm a tweener when I was fighting. I fought, like, a four fights at 155. I won the title and the, and the, and the ultimate fighter at 170. But I'm five six. I'm, I'm wide. I'm not tall. I'm up to people's nipples. Now we have a lot on here. He's six one. I don't want to fight all these tall motherfuckers. I'm up to that. <laughs> I wish they had more fucking weight classes when I was fighting. I'm with you, Terrence. Uh, <laughs> all right, Terrence. Listen, what are you what are you watching now as far as with the geeky shit? What are you watching? Turn me on to something, either anime or cartoons or something. Turn me on to something. I'm not really watching anything right now, but you, if if you do check out anything, check out the Velma series uh, on uh, HBO Max. It's hilarious. It's funny. That's the Scooby Doo's yeah, uh, Velma, it's right? It's more like the adult version of a Scooby Doo. It's lit. I'll check that shit out. Didn't people yeah. get mad at that for some reason? What weren't weren't like people getting pissed off at something they did in that? Dude, it's freaking! I love this show. You guys, you gotta check it out. It's okay, funny yeah. as hell. It, it's silly, but I think they made Fred a bit of a cuck. They made. <laughs> you know, they did. That's why they're hating. Wow. But I, yeah. I advise everyone to check it out. It's a good little series. Okay. Yeah, man, shit. I listen. I, they don't have Scooby Doo in it, though. No, I think they do. Actually, maybe they don't. I don't really remember. I don't think they do. Actually, if it's that good that you don't remember if that dog, yeah, is, I'm gonna fucking watch. It. Yeah, if you don't remember it, a talking it, dog, it, that's it, a good it's show. The, it's the wake up, man. You know, and it's been a while since I watched it, but actually, I don't think they had the dog in there like that. Yeah, well, look, buddy, it's always good talking to you and have a great fight on Saturday. Uh, You're just such a dynamic fighter. So I always enjoy you and uh, good luck on Saturday. We'll definitely have you again if you want to come back. Always, man. Always a pleasure. You know, I love being on the show with you guys. You guys keep me entertained. Appreciate (laughs) your time, man. You guys stay blessed. Have a great fight, buddy. Be good. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, guys. Later, bro. Later. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Holly Holm against uh, uh, Myra Bueno Silva. That is Saturday night. Um, that's the uh, Holm versus Silva, of course, is the uh, 15th. I'm trying to get the time. 7 p.m. Eastern. It's the ESPN, ESPN Plus. And the main card, 10 o'clock on ESPN uh, and ESPN Plus. Uh, Albert Durov against uh, Jung Young Park. Norma Dumont against Chelsea Chandler. And let me I like see that Chelsea one. Chandler. I do, too. Ottoman Zaitar against Francisco Prado. I don't know, man, but this Otman, uh, as I tell you, yeah, yeah, uh, he, you know, he's full, he's really, he's a badass, man. He only sure is. To Matty Favola. Matty That's Favola. right. He was 13 and 0, and Matt fucking put a stop to that. Matt, Matt Favola has no fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he seemed confident, that. Matt. I'm sorry to interrupt you. He seemed confident. We talked to Favola before that fight, and he seemed very, very sure of himself going in. He didn't seem, uh, you know, he seemed like to know uh, Zaitar is a good fighter, but he didn't seem uncomfortable going into that fight. Listen, man, all I know is the song A from Machine Gun Kelly is just in my head, and it's basically four A's, and it's so good. A, 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 A. Listen, but it's so much fun. Yeah, it uh, sounds like a great time. Hey, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> what? Uh, I love Robert Whitaker. Uh, Drake is Duplessis, though. Wow. Um, you can never tell anybody you love him like you told Justin Gaethje that time. Fucking embarrassing. No, I know. I, I, no, I, I wasn't on the show. And Bobby, Bobby, uh, who, who's on with you? Bobby, me, Bobby. But I told him I love him as, as a fighter, I meant. You know, like, Bobby's, like, Ugh. Bobby's like, what is that? And he, I, I got it, but. You know, listen. You meant to say I love watching you fight. Yeah, but you I know I love you, man. You're such a good fighter. Of course, like, yeah. Everybody knows that. That's not how it came out, right? Yeah. How, how many people have right? said to me, Norton, I love you, man." I don't think I they were in love with me. I don't I think they want to play with my dick. They just. Well, let's say it like this. But then you said it like this. Okay, Justin, I love you. And then he's like, eh, "That's a little Jimmy." It's. I'm telling you right now, as a friend, it's creepy. Don't do that. Maybe I did it wrong. Here's how I did it because you didn't see the show. No, I I I, 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 I maintained eye contact and I said. I love you. Don't you can't. We're gonna lose. <laughs> we're not gonna get guests. We're, gonna, we're really not gonna get any guests. I, I don't feel bad about. Nas it. He knew what thank, I meant. Thank goodness, Nas is in the waiting room. All right, I'm gonna I tell Nas I love him. I can't unsee. Yeah, start this off by looking at Nas and telling him. What you're I doing. love you. you. I don't think you should say. Yeah, that. but Matt, when you tell me, you'll tell me I love you. You mean as a friend? I know what you mean. It's not weird. Even though me and Gaethje are not friends like that, I meant as a fighter, as an entertainer. I understand. Oh, look at this I, I know. I think he did, too. I he, hope so. Listen, let's, let's talk about Nas. Hi, Nas. How are you? How about you being I'm weird? Good. I'm good. Nas is ready for fucking battle. He's yeah. been ready for battle the second he walked into fucking Longo's fucking gym. And my academy. Longo, Nas has been around for a minute, like the kids say, Jimmy. He's not just some kid that started kicking shit yesterday. Right. You know, Nas, how are we, dude? I missed you by a, 
I don't know when you got out there, but I was there till yesterday. And now Longo, I believe, is arriving today over there. Correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just missed me, I guess. But let me tell you, that Trump interview was... Whoa. It's exciting, no, Nas? The yes. fact that we got it. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe it happened. And he talked only about fights. So cool. It's wild. It was all of a sudden... And uh, it's it was around forty minutes long, and uh, it was basically us just talking boxing, uh, mixed martial arts, and cool. It was good shit, I, man. I don't think it. the world realized how much they needed that interview until it came out. Yeah, it's one of those things where when you uh, when you do it, you don't have to worry about oh this point politically because politics. I'm just bored with at this point. Yeah. And, and people, people get mad at us for talking to Trump. It's like, hey, shut up. I would talk to any former U.S. president. If Jimmy Carter yeah. wanted to sit down and talk about fucking Pinochle, I'd talk about Pinochle with Jimmy Carter for an hour. What's Absolutely. wrong with people? They're crazy. Absolutely. Um, and you, what country are you from? I know you moved to Brooklyn when you were nine. Yes. So a little younger. But yes, uh, I'm from Azerbaijan. I moved to Brooklyn in two. Uh, in uh, at six, at six oh, years old. Oh, six. Okay. Yeah. And what, what? And your parent? Did your parents come for a reason? Did they want to leave, or was it your dad's job transferred? Or uh, at the time when the Soviet Union fell apart, uh, life there was just crazy, and economically, and then there was wars and stuff in Azerbaijan. There was wars and all this stuff. So, um, it, it was just difficult times. But you know, m- most, if not every single person from overseas dreams to be in the US for the opportunities like this like wh- what I've done with my with my life is exactly why my parents sacrificed everything overseas to come here for this this is this is it for them like their kids us me and my sister our success our dreams our our uh all of our achievements is is felt by them so it's like as an immigrant, it's just so big. It just feels amazing to be able to do that for them. Let me ask you, where exactly is Azerbaijan? Where is that exactly? So it's it's a former Soviet Union. It's it's in the Caucasus. It's right below Dagestan, Chechnya. It's right, it borders with Georgia. Like Marab and I are neighbors. Marab and I are neighbor, neighboring countries. What's the native language there? Azerbaijani. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's, it's Turkic, so it's like one of the one of the. Um, it, it, it's a lot of Turkish is in the language. Oh, okay. Do you get to go back? Do you have, do you still have a lot of family there? Yes, I do go back. I still have family and friends there. I'm God willing, you know, we we'll get this fight uh, on Saturday. We get this victory. I'm gonna go back again uh, this uh, towards the end of the summer. Go visit family. Go hang out with friends. Go see everybody. Uh, home. So, and what part of Brooklyn did you guys live in? Uh, South Brooklyn, uh, Kings Highway, Sheepshead Bay, Brighton Beach area. All the all the Russian speakers. All oh, the, okay. yeah, yeah. So at least you felt comfortable. You weren't like you know. Sometimes when you move from another country to a you know a city, it can, it can be very jarring because you know you're the new kid. But at least you you, you know you, you didn't stand out there. And people like you know they kind of they they were familiar with where you were from. Yeah, I mean, like for me like, as a kid, like I like America is just as much. I'm not not American. I'm American Azerbaijani, as I, I would call myself. It's just sure. you know, you you fight under one flag. You don't get to fight under two, and then you have the flag ban and everything. But like, I don't find myself not comfortable with Americans or something like that. Like sure. that's not that's not the case at all. I adapt with everyone, and I grew up uh, in South Brooklyn, but I also seen 
other parts of America. I have friends from all walks of life, especially being a New Yorker. You know, you, you're going to be amongst like millions and millions of immigrants. So like I, I adapt with everybody. I'm I'm good with everybody. I love America. I love Azerbaijan. And it, it's just the, uh, it's it's an honor to be able to represent on the world's biggest stage. In sure. MMA. Well, and representing you are, buddy. Now, listen, you've been kicking ass on the East Coast scene for a while. Some guys, they get the call up to the UFC and it gets a little jittery, gets a little scary in there. Not for you, Nas. Fuck that shit. I'm looking at, listen, you get to the uh, Dana White Contender Series. How do we handle that? We handle that with a fucking knockout, TKO. Then you get you on a fight night. How do we handle the bright lights of a fight night? I'll tell you how. Another Dr. Stoppage, TKO. Dude, how does it feel in this? So, so now... We're fighting our most dangerous opponent yet, Terrence McKinney. So how do you feel fighting Terrence, man? Your third fight in. So far, shit's going swimmingly. Yeah, I mean, uh, the UFC definitely uh, sees that, sees sees the style, and they set a high standard. But, yes. Matt, this is what we're here for. We're here for the big things, you know? We're here We're here for the big things. We're here for the big fights, the big fight nights, the big the big lights we're here for the big things you know it's not just it's not like an occupation you don't do warm-ups you don't do any of that stuff we're here for the big shit and we're going to conquer it fight by fight yeah you don't want to avoid a hot young fighter like you know guys who are you want you want to fight them you want to go through them but put them behind you yeah you you want to you know because me if i was fighting i would try to avoid guys who are doing really well because that's you know i don't have that same spirit but you're a real fighter so you're like no i want to fucking run them over which is <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it, man. When, you're in the, when you're in the ufc when you're in the ufc you have to have the attitude whoever yep. they give you can get it yep anybody can get it jimmy mm. you your goblet put that goblet there. i like it makes me it. feel royal i'm sorry i'm getting aggressive now only because you know he's going to war with terrence mckinney yes that's a fucking nail biter don't fucking blink I mean, you guys, you guys get it done. You guys get it done. Two men enter. Only one of you guys could leave. I'm getting, I'm getting amped up, Jimmy. Yeah, of course. Very amped up. I need this for my Let's fucking go, man. So, all right. So, we got Longo. Who else is going to be? Maddie, Aljo. Who's going to be there with you? Uh, is uh, Aljo's going to be uh, in the crowd. Uh, we got uh, Ray. We got Eric. Uh, and we got uh, Matt in the corner. And Matt Favola. And all right, yes. Now, is there a little something extra? Jimmy, I'm taking your question. I don't know if you're going to ask this. Yeah. Knowing that Terrence took out our good buddy, Matt Favola. But it is a yeah, game of... I, 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 I know what's so weird about this. In a way, he almost gets it back because Maddie did knock out Drew Dover, who beat Terrence yep. McKinney. So, in a way, he could be like, okay, I kind of got that, you know, a little. that's a little soothing. But at the same time, he knocked out our boy, Nas. We got to get him. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i got asked that question so many times because that's the first thing that people point to like uh, of course it's going to be uh great to bring a victory back but like with or without that situation i'm told stepping in there and i have to get the job done regardless but would i say that there's a little extra just a little little extra salt a little extra sprinkle yes there is so yeah uh saturday night we get it back for uh steamroller and what brought you to what brought you to Matt's team? How, how did that happen? How did you wind up at Saralongo? Well, I knew about uh, Saralongo for a year, even like training out of Brooklyn. Uh, I knew about the Saralongo camp for years. I even I even uh, fought uh, 
kid on the re- on the regionals in uh for amateur kickboxing. So like I knew about Longos uh for for a while it's it's their world class team obviously everybody from New York knows about them and when I made the decision to really uh elevate my my career and and be with the team that's going to get you to the big lights to and and not only that but the highest level at that um there was only one team I can think of so I sat down I talked with Ray uh and then it was followed by uh like maybe 3 4 weeks later since getting to Longos I went over to Mats I got the green light so it's been a eight fight win streak ever since and another UFC fight night Saturday Hey Matt, let me ask you get you a question too. Like, you get a fight like Nazim. How do you guys determine as coaches? Like, will you walk in and go, "Hey, I would like to fight for you guys," and they go, "All right, we have to see you for a couple of weeks." Like, is it an audition in a way? Like, you you, know, it, you would with a manager or agent, or is it just like through the process of training there for a while you see if it's going to work? It has to happen organically, and it happens different for different people. You know, Marab found his way to us a different way. Some of the local guys, like Aljo and, and Weidman, came in different different ways Nas came in like he said he fought one of our guys Justin Kidd on the local circuit he knew about us he walked in I believe first to Longo's then Longo's telling me all right we got this kid Nas and then next thing you know he's coming down to my place doing the jiu-jitsu and that's how it gets going so you know different guys different things I have some guys that start off and they didn't know they'd want to take this route like I got young Marcus and Tommy at my school next thing you know they're fighting and doing well there's other guys with this in their mind and they come in with the intention of being a fighter and we work with them it either fits or it doesn't with Nas it fit you know I don't know if that answers yeah. that- no it does actually because I'm thinking about like it, it it seems like it would have to be something that just happens over time and you just see if the figure there's so much personality involved with the way you like to be coached you know I'm fascinated with guys who can get yelled at like you know, I, I like guys, some guys are motivated by being screamed at. Like I would never work that well being yelled at. And some guys don't like it. People, everybody's different, you yeah. know, and coaching people, you gotta, you coach them accordingly, you know, I'm not screaming at everybody, you know, you know, other guys, you got to kind of get in their face, but uh, now, it's all about that personal relationship. You know, now, now a little message from Jake too. Uh, Cause Henry Cejudo did mention this and I forgot that he thinks the best uh, shot back at the title is to fight Marab. What do you think of that? Who are you asking? You bet. The best shot at, at Henry at Henry at, at getting back to the title. His no no not the best shot, the easiest, but like the the most effective way to get back to the title would be to go through Marab. Yeah, because I think Marab's been destroying everybody lately. So that's that's a that's, that's I I like that statement. Only I think one catch. Well, yeah, I think he matches one catch. He's one catch is. He's not going No, no, he's not. I think he thinks he matches up with Marab better than he actually does. I think he thinks he could out Marab's out grappling people and he could out grapple Marab. That's what I think he's thinking, but I don't think he realizes what he's got in front of him. And you know, who definitely doesn't his little fat coach piggy, that little motherfucker, that little fat little fat, fuck that little piggy, fuck that piggy. I want to put him on a spit and put him over there. With- anyway. Fuck that little fat fuck. <laughs> Nas, Nas, I have enough friends. I'm not that mature. <clears throat> fuck everybody. I'm back. Nas, yeah. we're not fighting. <laughs> like to get, I like the, 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 the audience to get to know our, our people here. What do you like to do? And, and not training. I know you're constantly training. What's something you like to do? I don't know, Russian bathhouses. What do you like to do? 
Uh, outside of uh, fighting? Yeah. Outside of fighting. I love how that's the first thing that you said because that's a big, big thing in my Russian bathhouses. That was a, a, for this camp that I probably in the eight week stretch, I probably went to a Russian bathhouse probably five weeks of those eight. I, I didn't even, that's fucking wild. Like, bro, that, that's yeah, what, do you, what is it for massage and stuff? No, no. I mean, you could do the, uh, uh, see, this is the funny, this is the funny part. How do you explain to somebody that's not familiar with a Russian bathhouse that there's 10 shirtless old men hitting each other with, uh, with these leaves as a form of massage in the, in, in the steam room. I don't know how to explain it, but I guess it's a, it's a sight to see. Does it, is it effective? Yeah, it relaxes your muscles. You know, it's like definitely a form of recovery. So it relaxes your muscles. You sleep like a baby. You wake up and you're ready for another week of training. So that was my Sundays. My Sundays for five of the last eight weeks was like a Russian bathhouse. But it, it, in the summer, it's not as, as cool as in the winter. In the winter, you're freezing and then coming out, uh, uh, jumping in the steam room and then coming out, jumping in the snow is like the best. Uh, it's the best feeling. But uh, it's still like it's still a good way to recover. It's a good way. It's an effective and a fast way to recover. And yeah, it was, uh, that that's something I like to do a lot. I love a good steam room, man. I was at that that Trump hotel there in Vegas. I was there, Jimmy. Every more every day, I was in that thing. How was the steam room? I didn't go to it. It was nice. I like it when you're in there and you're fucking melting. You're like ah, you know what I mean. There's I love that. Shit. Uh, dry saunas. There's like different. There's so many different kinds of saunas. So many different kinds of saunas. I was asking Rogan about it when I was on his on his show, and he, he says the uh, the dry heat's supposed to be better for you because it gets and it gets hotter. You can't put it that hot in the steam because you'll fucking right. cook. But I don't give a fuck. I still like the steam. It's just yeah. There's the illusion that it's clearing you out because you're breathing it in and there's moisture. I prefer a dry sauna. I think whatever. Um, the Russian bathhouse sounds fun. I've never done anything like that. I've, I've gone to other places, but it was not for healthy recovery reasons. Yeah, and I bet yeah. you're looking for a job as one of those guys to beat the guys with the fucking feathers. Don't, Jimmy. Don't be a little freak in front of my friend Nas, all right? Oh, wait. You, so is it, is, are you being hit by somebody that works there? You guys aren't hitting each other. No, I mean, it's, it's not like that difficult. You just have to know how hard to hit. You have to know where to hit. Like, it's, it, it's, it doesn't have to be done by professional, but it, it can't be. You can't just hand somebody some leaves and be like, here, whack me over the head. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen footage of that, of uh, people just being like whatever back and forth, and it looks like it's probably cathartic. Um, well, Nazim, you're in uh, Vegas now, and uh, what do you you get out there today? Do you typically only go like three days before a fight? No, no, I got out here Sunday. I uh, oh, Al sorry, I'm thinking you got there today. Okay, yeah. Aljo and Marab, they always they 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 let us crash. They let all the guys that are fighting in Vegas crash, and it's the big the biggest convenience, the biggest comfort. Yeah, stay with your friends, and you don't have to deal with a hotel and checking in, and it's a lot easier. Yeah, you're just in a beautiful home with the Benway champion of the world, you know? So Yeah, I guess that's nice, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh the hotel, like I wouldn't mind it either. Of course it's it's fine, but just I don't know, you just kind of feel I feel look claustrophobic almost in hotels. Whereas like if you're able to get these kind of comforts, you know, it's you you're gonna take advantage. So it's actually I got lucky fighting at the Apex three times in a row because I get this every single time. 
Well, good luck on Saturday. Uh, uh, but oh wait, let's see here. Hold on, let's see what the, uh, Jake is telling me. He's saying that you've joined Alju on a couple of his uh, podcasts and fight breakdowns. Yeah, yeah. We weekly scraps? Is that the weekly scraps? Yeah, but it was some time ago. It was uh, I don't know if it, it it's it was probably a few months ago. I, I was in Vegas when I did it with him. Uh, so that was March. I think that was March. And I think I did it twice. Or no, maybe after in New York, we did one little fight breakdown with uh, Alexi versus Curtis Blades. We did that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, what happened gonna... in that? I don't remember. Only against Blades. I don't remember that fight. Did Blades win that fight? No, it was uh, the, the, the Russian uh, Alexi. Alexi Olenek? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't uh, Olenek. Uh, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I said Alexi. It's Sergey. Sergey Pavlovich. There we go. Oh, Pavlo- oh, Pavlovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been knocking everybody out. Yes, yes. You ever think he- about doing a, a podcast in the future or anything or no? You had fun with that or no? Uh, it, maybe in the future. I want to create a body of work first. You know, you got to be somebody in the sport. I feel like I'm still growing. Uh, I still have a lot of – my focus needs to be here oh, yes. at 100%. And then everything else in the future, you know, maybe when, maybe when I'm a legend and a former champion like you, I, I will start a podcast. Yeah, I mean, listen, you you got your head where it should be, just filled with violence. That's, yeah. what, we want. That's yes. what we want. I'm glad yes. you're back at the apex because it seems to be working great for you. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, absolutely. Shoot, man, I can't wait for this weekend. Yeah, have a great fight, man, on Saturday. And, uh, you yeah, know, McKinney's a great fighter, so uh, I, I hope you do well. I hope it goes well for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And thank you. We'd love to have you again, of course, uh, after the fight. 100% Nas. And then when you come back, we'll be celebrating. Yes. Yes. Yes, we will. Pizza on Longo. You tell him. Awesome, man. Later, Nas. Take, Take care, care, man. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah, man. It's yeah. going to be good, Jimmy. That's Jimmy, a great fight. Yes. That is a great fight. It's an exciting fight. And he's a talented guy. And so is yes. You know? You know? Yes, I don't sir. ever want to fall from this high. Hey, hey, hey. Anyway. Every uh, Wednesday, including tonight, you can catch me, the Fat Black Pussycat, here in New York. And uh, thank you to uh, to Nas and thanks to Terrence McKinney. They was it was great having those guys. And hopefully soon, the video and everything of our Trump interview will be up. Holly Holm or Silva? What do you want? Who do you take? <sighs>
I don't know. Let me see what has Holly done in the last couple of fights, buddy. Hold on. Let me just. I'm you want to go first, and I'll I'll check here. Holly, fourth round stoppage. That's what I said. I said it. I said it right in front of you. Right now, I said it. I say. Bueno Silva. No Bueno. Fourth round sub. Bono striking also, by the way. Mm-hmm. Albert Jarayev against Jung Young Park. Hmm. I say Park subs him in the second round. That's interesting that you said that. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, Park by decision. All right. Well, let's talk over the weekend, Matt. We'll, you and I will communicate and see when our thing is going up. Amen. Manage your distance, Jimmy. You get into a fight in the street, someone's dancing around, don't make it a dance-off. This is not the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. You don't want to do that shit. Let them dance. You just manage your distance. I was working on that today with Jamie, Work managing distance. Uh, hooks and kick. Yeah, uh, hooks and kicks and uh, throwing a left and then throwing a right cross and then a hook to the body and then a front kick and then a switch kick. Yeah. Love it. Jimmy, I love that we're we can talk more martial arts now because yeah. you're actually practicing. Yeah. 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 It's been only twice this week because my flight got canceled, but maybe I'll do something in Austin. Listen, you, you, the, the week's not over, my friend. Nope. Nope. Right? I fly tomorrow, though. I'll be in Austin. All shows are sold out at Joe's Club, but uh, August 12th, catch me in. Uh, in uh, New Mexico, I will be in Albuquerque, and then uh, September 28th, I will be in Toronto. And if anybody didn't listen to me when I was on the Joe Rogan Experience, go That's right. watch that. Three hours, myself, John Rollo, Dean Thomas. Oh, we had fun. Joe was wearing this shirt. Was he? Yeah, not not this exact shirt, but because this is mine, but I gave him one for him. But oh, you know, nice. Wear it. You know why I can't wear it in public? Sweat. Little pit stains. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you. I'm sure by the weekend. I had yep. fun with you this weekend, Jimmy. Thank you. Me too, buddy. That was great. Thanks for dinner, by the way. I got the next. Oh, one. of course, it was great. I got the next one. All right, buddy. I insist. Okay. All right. Talk. All right, soon. everybody. And what well, in the fights this weekend? We gave a proper plug already. Yeah, yeah, we did. Holly home. Can't go wrong with that. Nope. This is a prolonged goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.